No, I, so. I tell people when when they ask about growing their their social uh, footprint, why would somebody follow you? Mm-hmm. What's the payoff? And is there that connection? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast dedicated to helping you brand, give value back to your customers, brand yourself, brand your business, and we hope you find a lot of value in this today. I'm really excited because we have so much to cover, and the first thing I'm going to do, though, is introduce a couple people I have with me. So, Lauren, say what's up. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, Lauren. And then a special co-host today, Mr. Brock Short. Hey. <laughs> You got to do that again. You hey, do it. hey. Hey. Oh, the fawns, the fawns. Um, Yeah, so we're really excited because we're going to be talking about personal branding. And that's a big deal, especially in the Instagram world we live in, the social media world. You, If you don't have a brand online, you don't really exist in the world. And that goes for even if you want a regular corporate job. It's almost like recruiters are looking at that. They're finding your online presence. So you want to make sure that you have a personal brand. And so honestly, I was very excited to uh, to talk with Brock about this because he has so many ideas. This dude is in so many things. And uh, so actually, Brock, won't you kind of give a little... Uh, Give a little history of yourself here, where, where you came from up until this point. Where do I begin, my friend? <laughs> um, I, I grew up in a small town in southwest Missouri, town of 600 people, um, nice. where either you work on a farm or you work in the chicken plants. So I do neither of those things and know nothing about farms or chickens. So I, I guess I got out of the small town world. But uh, so I... I grew up in a small town, went to college in Springfield, worked at a radio station from the moment I was just turned 15 at a radio job. Um, went to college, didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, graduated college with a degree in electronic media, which is basically I got to play <laughs> on microphones and videos and all that kind of stuff Yeah, um, and pay a lot of money to do that. So, I mean, I could have bought a camera and a microphone and... And done it for free. Um, so I graduated, and I wanted to get back into radio. Didn't know how to do that, because when it comes to the radio business, it's all about who you know. Well, at that point, I knew nobody, because I was a college kid who went uh, to college in Missouri, but now I'm living in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Try out for American Idol, season Why not? four in 2004 into 2005. And uh, happened to make it to uh, Hollywood. Flew out there with Miss Carrie Underwood. Whatever happened what? to her, yeah. she really never became she, of anything. She but dropped off the map, you know, <laughs> after that. So I was on with her. Um, got once the show started, uh, people found out I was on the show. I did a bunch of radio interviews, and then uh, met the right people from that point on. Uh, started a radio career for a local station in Fayetteville. Worked there for six years on a morning show then afternoons and nights, and then was laid off. And in that time, I started a DJ company 
because in radio, you make no money. <laughs> Zero dollars. So you really had to, that's basically where I started pushing my personal brand uh, was then because I was a radio person. People thought they knew me. And out of that, I started a company, which was thinking back now, I named the company Brock Entertainment. Probably wouldn't have named it after myself because we've grown. And when people hire Brock Entertainment, they're like, oh, is Brock coming? Probably not. <laughs> like, oh, but at that point in my life, it was all about me and um, they're hiring Brock because they listened to him on the radio. So I was laid off in 2011 and just focused on Brock Entertainment events and hosting and, and that side of it. And it, to that point, that was bigger than the radio business as far as money was uh, wise. Anyway, so out of that, I decided, you know what? Let's get a job in the corporate world. Yeah. Let's not? do something fun in corporate world. <laughs> I mean, I'm already working for myself and hanging out at home and only working a few hours a week and making good money. Why not work 40 hours a week on somebody else's schedule and make uh, decent money? Let's try Sam's Club. <laughs> so I did. Uh, I got a, a good opportunity to work for Sam's Club in their marketing department and the interview process went like this. This is this is funny. I walk in. The lady goes, oh, hey, you're Brock. And she's kind of like looking at me like, ah, oh, I know this guy. Because at that point, uh, I think I just started Sam's Furniture Commercials. And so I sit down with her and she's like, so how are you doing? She goes, I used to listen to you every morning on the radio. <laughs> I'm like, cool. She's like, tell me about that. So I gave her the spill. She's like, so you want this job? <laughs> yep, yeah. I guess. There was no interview questions at all. Yeah. The whole time I worked at Sam's Club from one job to the next, I was never asked an interview question. Ever. That's awesome. The most I practiced, I did all the stuff you're supposed to do, but people recognize me from either TV or listen to me on the radio. They're like, we want you on our team. <laughs> like, I'm not that cool. You should probably ask me some questions because I will fail at this job. I just know it. So I worked uh, in corporate world in the marketing department, public relations. I did Sam's Club social media. Nice. Uh, I was on the team when we hit a million followers on Facebook. Whoa. Posting such awesome content. Oh, like, yeah. man, if you go to the club right now, you can get this, this uh, cool TV for... <laughs> Eight hundred dollars, you know. So uh, real, real branding. Oh yeah, of stuff. yeah. And we're like, let's let's try to do something fun and get uh, engagement. Can we post this? Well, we got to run it by legal. Mm. No, you can't post that. That's too. That's too good. You know, that's too <laughs> exciting. Um, so I work with with them. Uh, in that point, I branded myself in the company um, and knowing the right people so well that. I started doing all their events mm -hmm. for Sam's Club. I travel, do all their events. And out of that came a job that was made for me within the Walmart company where I was hired to work on the Walmart side. So I had to move from the Sam's to the Walmart side. And I traveled around the country and hosted events for Walmart grand openings and all, of, all that kind of stuff. And here's the kicker. I was, I was never put on full time. I was a temp. So I was the only temp probably in the history of Walmart that had his own credit card, that booked his own travel. I, I was traveling all over the country all the time. The 
and I was a temp associate. Yeah. <laughs> How does that? How does that even work? Because so let's yeah, I have well, I have so many questions. Yeah. On that. Um. First off, I mean, branding yourself enough to be able to have a job made for you, right? In that sense. But then, why in the? I mean, I don't know if you can get into this, but why in the world did they not just leave you at or put you on salary yeah. or even hour? I mean, obviously with the travel, I think the hourly would probably, you know, get. Well, get it was better for me because because I was traveling so much. I'd work three days a week if I traveled, you know, three uh, of those days. Yeah. Then I was get done. That's forty so, hours. I'm yeah. done, or plus a little bit extra if I was overtime. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> that that whole story. I started doing the Sam's Club events. Nobody knew who I was at that point. Mm. Uh, I did these events, and then I became a pseudo celebrity within Sam's Club. Like all the managers knew me. Yeah. Um. I I I, I like to tell people. One of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life, I went out with um, some people that were of the vendor world, and we walked into this restaurant um, after a Sam's event, and I'm just kind of chilling. I don't really know anybody, just with this group, and we are waiting to get a table, and we were in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. We walk in, we there's a wait, we go to sit down. All the Sam's Club employees are out there. They see me. They all stand up and just start cheering and hollering. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, you're the dude. Yeah, you're so much fun. I'm like, yeah. Woo. It was my Rocky moment, you know? It's like, what's going on? I look yeah. at these people. I'm like, what is this? And then we walk upstairs to be seated, and there was a whole bunch of people up there. They did the same thing. Like Gosh. all I did was play music and be fun. It's yeah. you know, but I I so I did that and then the amp opened the mm-hmm. um music pavilion here in Rogers and um I I was the first performer to perform at the amp. So the huh. first ever thing they ever did was the Saturday morning meeting yeah. right after shareholders, and then that night Blake Shelton performed. Well I they had me pump up the crowd as people were walking in bright and early. It's kind of chilly that morning and interview people in the audience. And I was on the big screen and they're like, it'll be like 30 minutes, one hour and a half later, Whoa. which is like, oh my gosh, that's almost like a whole event. I'm trying to get these people pumped up and, but I had them going and they yeah. were having a good time. Well, the, the global service, like the VP of people, uh, <laughs> Susan was her name. Yeah. She is the one that creates jobs for Walmart. She was in charge of the people of Walmart. She mentioned to somebody that she wanted to meet me, and it got back to me backstage. And so the guy backstage pointed her out. So afterwards, I went to her, and she's like, hey, so I hear you with the company. And so I kind of gave her my story. I said, I'm a temp. Mm -hmm. And in like two months, my temp job currently runs out. And I'm looking. She's like, you know what? I like you. Let's have a meeting. Uh, Email me on Monday. So I emailed her a week later. I'm her her uh her uh office was right next to Doug's. So I walk in and I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I? Walk into her office, sit down, she sits next to me, she goes, What do you want to do in the company? I said, Well, here's exactly what I want to do. And I laid it out. I said, I I, I want to entertain. I want to be that person that goes into any Walmart and their employees are like, You're the dude. Oh my God, you're so much fun. And they have a good time. I want to bring that energy and that fun. Because I, I said, I hate sitting behind the desk. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, Walmart needs more people like you. Uh, she said a really good statement. Um, 
we have a lot of people in Walmart where we can't categorize them because of their talents and we don't have these specific jobs. She's like, as a company, we need to create those jobs so we keep these people and not lose them to other companies. Mm -hmm. So her goal was to try to create that job for me. So we had a great meeting. She went and said, hey, I, I will talk to the people I need to talk to and we'll be in touch. So she did that. I got a call from that person on, and I won't get into this story, but it was probably the worst day of my life. <laughs> he called and said, hey, it's so-and-so. Love to meet with you. I said, been waiting for your call. I will call you in a day or two. He said, what? Mm. Said, this is not a good time for me. Uh, we'll talk. So uh, long story short, I started working on the events team. I showed up. They introduced me, and my boss came to me the guy that was supposed to be my boss and goes, so what's your job? <laughs> he goes, I was just told this morning you're on my team. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, so they put me on the events team. Didn't really know what I was supposed to do. And I was supposed to work with the marketing team and they would send me out to events. It was a whole thing. And within six months as in Walmart fashion, they cut the jobs and you're displaced. Well, that happened to me instead of, finding something else. I'm like, all right, I'm over this. Mm -hmm. I'd made the connections I needed to make. So now they can just subcontract me. We can do all these grand openings, which at the time they were doing, um, you know, maybe 50 a month all over the country and just paying me to do one a week. Well, if they're subcontracting my company, we can do several. Yeah. So it worked out better in the long run for me because my team could do, I trained my team to do it and we could go out and, and make a lot more money. So That's awesome. Uh, it was totally random to get in that position that I was in because uh, I had tried to get a, a Walmart job many times before, mm. you know, yeah. before even I was in radio or anything like that, but nobody knew who I was, Yeah, and nobody cared, and you just look at a piece of paper, and you're like, oh, this is just another guy that is getting out of college or just mm -hmm. somebody who wants a job, and I got so lucky and blessed, but... So that's that's crazy because that's exactly there's so many people right now. Obviously, we live in a college town. Too, yeah. So so many people coming out of college, trying to get their first job, no experience. You know, they've worked at Best Buy or mm -hmm. Target or, so, you know, it's like whatever, just trying to make it through college. They get out of college and they're like, nobody's hiring me. And that's right. exactly what you fell into. So, but it's it's almost like you you start, you were like, you know what? I'm going to do something big. I'm going to go really big, go to American Idol and then just put myself out there. And I think a lot of times that's, that's exactly what has to happen. Mm -hmm. If you're going to, what, what is the saying that you do something that makes you uncomfortable? Like do something that makes you uncomfortable every day. Yeah. And so it's one of those things that if you're not doing that, if you're just sitting at home, sending out resumes not, it's not going to happen for you. Right. It's, even just giving back, getting out there, putting yourself out there is a big piece of obviously branding yourself, making yourself a, a personal brand. So you started at that of being able to be a performer. And I'm sure that it wasn't, probably wasn't easy, like right out of the gate for you to just stand. I know you do, you, you've, you sing in church? I know you've done. Yeah, some I've been a worship leader for for yeah, a while. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I mean, you're used to kind of being in front of a crowd mm -hmm. anyway, and you kind of have that natural charisma. But what would you say, like, to people who who maybe don't not necessarily want to be out in front of a crowd, but obviously with social media, how can people, I guess, brand themselves in a way that they feel comfortable? You know so with I mean? social media, I mean, it, it makes it so easy because you, you don't have to see people's reactions right off mm. the bat. <laughs> it's easier to read people's reactions than it is to actually see the look on their face. Mm. Like, why aren't they in... Like, if I'm DJing a wedding and I play a song that 
is an awesome song, but this person over here doesn't like it and is commenting to their friend, I've gotten really good at reading the lips. Like, man, this DJ, blah, blah, blah. And if I didn't pick a, a certain song, but yeah. the bride or groom did, I'll walk over and be like, hey, I didn't pick this song, just so you know. Yeah. I'm still cool. We're cool. <laughs> Don't talk behind my back. Yeah. I can read your lips. Oh, you heard me say that? Yeah, you're standing five feet away from me. It's like, but social media makes it so easy. And there's good and bad because social media is so impersonal. Mm. You can do whatever you want. You can post whatever you want. But you can also make yourself whoever you want to be. Yeah. So... Figure out who do I want to be? What is What are my goals? When I started, I knew what I wanted. When I went into that meeting with the lady at Walmart, I had a whole plan. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. And yeah. I told her, I said, this is what I want to do. This will make me happy. That can't happen. Then you know, I probably don't have a place at this company. Yeah. But this is what I want. And you know, you know I'm good at this. You know I'm the best at this. So let's figure out a way to make this happen. So even going back to what I said at the beginning, a lot of times, even in the corporate positions that we're in, a lot of times you you really have to even put yourself out there and like, what are you doing inside the business, right? Yeah. And so I've actually done some trainings on like how to brand yourself within a, in a corporate structure using just Instagram. So it's like that content focused right on the company wow. stuff. And so that's one of those things that it's like, it, it almost, it really does kind of boost your resume. So if you are applying for another mm -hmm. job, you can say, well, hey, check out my Instagram profile. I've done all of these things. So if you want to see in photo and visual form, this is where I'm at and this is what I've done. Instead of just the plain Jane, you know, here are all my accomplishments, my certifications. Right. They can actually go and visually see. And I gonna tell you something that works for a lot of recruiters too. I mm -hmm. mean, they love to see that because they see that you're engaged in the company. You care about the culture, whatever it is. Right. Um, how honestly, however you brand yourself, if you're smiling and cheesing it up with all your coworkers all the time and things are happening, you're interacting with customers. That's a big piece of mm -hmm. it. So, but so we talk, if you were like in a small company though, um, I do know that it's it's definitely tough in that sense. So if you're the only person running the marketing department, if you're the only person who's doing the branding for the company, right? Um, you really want to establish yourself as a thought leader in the industry. Um, I don't know, Lauren, do you have any thoughts on that? Because you've, you've kind of been in that space a little bit too. Like, hey, this is me. I'm kind of coming out here. I'm, I'm kind of being an authority myself or trying to be like focusing on uh, maybe something specific. Um, because I know that you've done a lot of blogging, you've definitely done some, some video stuff as well. Um, what would you say, I guess, to, to people in general who are trying to kind of step out a little bit? I mean, I think first off is not to be afraid of it at all. I mean, it's to go out and be your authentic self as best as you can and have fun with it, I think is a great way to start with social media for sure, especially, um, once you start, <laughs> Um, then you can kind of start testing the waters with different strategies for sure. Um, because at least you have something to work with. I think the hardest part is starting from nothing. Yeah. Right. And being sure. authentic, I think is the biggest piece because, and I, you even said that too. It's like, you know me already, right? You know mm -hmm. who I am. You've seen me, but you weren't a different person walking in there. Like you're not this big charismatic person. And then you come in the office. You're like, hey, right. What's up? Like, you, the same person online is the same person you're getting in person. Exactly. Exactly. It, online is probably a little bit more tame than the person, <laughs> the in-person person. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> most people's vice versa, but uh, yeah. yeah. Social media in general is, I mean, it's just, it, so when I started in radio, they hired me to make their websites. 
And I lied to them and said I knew how to do that. <laughs> it's a foot in the door. I mean, I was yeah, looking yeah, to get yeah. paid. Uh, I had worked in, in a banking job right out of college. And uh, me and banking, just imagine. Um, so they said, yeah, do that. And within like three months, I was on the air. But I was at the forefront. So when I had our morning show, we had a Zanga page. Oh, man. And then that translated oh, into, all right, uh, let's get a MySpace page. So we had that, and every time I would go to our MySpace page while we were on the air, if the audio pot was up, then you would hear some background music. <laughs> and then my co-host would be like, are you on the line again just playing on MySpace? Shut up, maybe. <laughs> um, and then a Facebook page. And when I left, I was running all their Facebook pages and trying to, to grow that. But that was 2011, and things have drastically changed since then. But um, yeah. That see you know from then to to now it's like you got to brand yourself. How are we branding ourselves? Everybody's online. If they're not listening to the show, then they're looking at you mm-hmm. online, and uh, it's crazy. Sometimes I because I I I, work, I do a lot of uh, branding for not just myself but other companies and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, sometimes it's like, is this is this even worth it? Like, <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Instagram. I'm tired of making all these awesome photos. Yeah. Just, I need a nap. I need a nap. <laughs> Put down my phone. Dude, so. Seriously, though, I mean, you have to keep up. You have to be uh, posting every single day yeah. or even multiple times a day, different forms of content because you got to stop the scroll. Yeah. You know, like, and then what works? Like. This this post worked really well, but I like this post better. But nobody liked it. Yeah. What what did I do wrong? Yeah. So trying to find your niche and you know branding wise, who are you? Figure out who you are and who you want to be. Well, and I think it's connecting with those people in the yeah. comments too. Yep. Because it's you got to. I mean, really, really get into your culture, get into those people who are paying attention to yep. you, and make sure that you're making that connection because. I, that's what I see so many times is people like, well, I'm trying, I'm just trying to gain followers. I'm trying to gain as many followers as I can. And their comments are like filling up mm-hmm. and they're not responding to oh, anybody. Yeah. And, yep. and you, if you're trying to build something, be authentic. I mean, obviously if you don't want to talk to anybody, say, Hey, I don't want to talk to you in the comments. Like that's in my, oh, yeah. you know, like <laughs> I will not be- <laughs> respond. Sorry. <laughs> just to let you just know. Just looking for followers. Want to be cool. That's it. I'm going to post this awesome photo of me by a waterfall yeah. and I'm not going to respond to anybody. No, so. I, I tell people, when when they ask about um, growing their their social uh, footprint, why would somebody follow you? Mm-hmm. What's the payoff? And is there that connection? Yep. You know, if you follow, that was a big thing with Sam's Club. Why would you follow Sam's Club on anything? Yeah, you know, there's got to be a payoff to it. Yep. Like, what is what are you offering them? And it doesn't have to be monetary or a prize or anything like that. But what are you giving back to them that? They have to look at your content. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just clicking like and n- never seeing it again. They're yeah. just a number. Yeah. So. Well, and that's, I, I would tell you though, I mean, even with me, as dumb as this is, I would probably feel really good if Sam's Club liked my photo or commented on something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If I took a photo inside Because they club, have a trillion, you know, followers. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, they, they sell mine? Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's it's so not going to happen, by the way. Yeah. It will never <laughs> happen. <laughs> never never going to happen. Not, a- <laughs> <laughs> not with Sam's Club. Maybe Walmart. They're Maybe, a little more, yeah, yeah. bit more engaged. But Doug is he's getting there. So so yeah. So when when you came into the Walmart office, how long had Doug about McMillan? Right. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Doug because yeah. he he took over several years ago. But yeah. So I knew new. Mike beforehand. Uh, oh okay. And yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. guy who introduces those guys on the stage. Oh, 
But not just that, but I'm the guy who doesn't care and will be like, Mike, get up here. Doug, get up here. You're dancing with me, you know, (laughs) and get them to dance while everybody else, all the other directors and BPs and whatnot are like, oh, no. Oh, you can't ask that person that. They, you know, they're the CEO. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just a normal person. Exactly. And so anytime I see who I like to call Dougie Fresh out in public, I make a beeline. He's like, Brock, I'm not dancing. I'm not doing it. I'm like, well... You're at an event. You're probably going to get called out, just so you know. <laughs> That's awesome. So you guys, obviously, you've done a lot with Walmart, done a lot with Sam's Club, your personal brand, too. Um, so around, I really want to focus real quick around story aspect mm-hmm. of this, too, right? So if we're, we're engaging people, we're, we're being authentic, a lot of times that is telling our story to connect with people, right? Right. You just said, I mean, Doug's a, he's a normal human being. Like he obviously runs the largest retailer in the world, Yeah. but every night he goes home every night. I mean, he's just a normal guy. We talk about branding ourselves though. I mean, it's the story aspect because I've heard stories about him that make me connect with him. He's uh-huh. personally told those, but that's made me connect with him. Is there anything that I, that you guys could even see that it's like, there's maybe being a little, too transparent. I mean, where do you where do you draw that line when you're trying to connect with an audience? I mean, because there are a lot of people out there that, especially on Facebook, that share way too much. Way about too much. Lives. Yeah, right. I don't want to know about all this right. stuff, like the dirty laundry. No, nope. no, no. But if you're trying to build a professional personal brand online of saying, "Hey, this is who I am. I want to help you. I want to bring you value. Mm-hmm. I want us to connect." Where is that line that you kind of? stay at and not cross or if you do maybe a yeah. few times but not not too much so my my whole brand is i just want to bring people joy and just be happy so if they see a post of mine they're not going to be down or mm-hmm. or do the drama drama train or i'm not telling a full story in my posts like oh my gosh here's my day and then bringing people down yeah. um <laughs> I I yeah, personally I try to post fun funny things and engage on the fun aspect. Yeah. Um I recently in the last year or two so I have a personal page that's my name and then I have another one that is my name with the in front of it. Well that's my brand. So that's I differentiate the two. These are friends, this is everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh friends get to see pictures of my daughter. Yeah. Everybody else they just get to hear about her. Yeah, yeah. Just because her mom is a school counselor and has some crazy stories, oh, and it's like man, you yeah. can't put our daughter on your your social anymore. You yeah. don't know half of these people. True. Like, all right, that makes sense. So let's create something else and not post about that. We'll we'll talk about her. Like you know, I talk about her on my radio show, but nobody that listens to me that doesn't know me has ever seen a picture of her. Yeah. Because you never know in today's world, unfortunately, what could happen in social media don't even want to go there but um yeah i'm not the drama person so if i'm on social media and somebody's putting drama i click over here and unfollow or delete as a friend because i i don't got time for that yeah yeah like or i'll message him and be like really gary come on nobody cares (laughs) gary like See, my go-to name is Susan. Go to so a counselor, like, yeah. Gary. <laughs> like we, we're not your online counselor. Um, You'd be surprised, though. And then, I mean, people definitely 
share way, way, way too much, and they're they are looking for that attention and that right. Stuff. And it is in that point where you're you do want to say you're like, hey, I can recommend you to so many different you know professionals who can help you yeah. out. You know, I mean, there are like, so many people out there that want you're, to we do know that, you just right? want attention. So, so I was you, you talk about being authentic. I got a job offer in between my Walmart and just working for myself, probably back in 2014, 15. And it was a crazy time in my life. And Dayspring in Siloam, part of Hallmark, was looking to start a social media division. They had never done it. And I did several interviews. I thought, this is going to be an awesome job, besides the fact that it's in Siloam Springs. Um, And I have to drive every morning. That's not awesome. Um, And they offered me the job. I'm like, I would love this job. I can't do it. I'm not at the place where in my life that I feel like I could devote a hundred percent of my attention at that point. Um, But their whole thing was how do we engage? How do we connect with these people who buy our cards and connect with them? Like what, what can we do? Cause they knew specifically who they were going after. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. Who are you going after as a marketer and as a brand find who you're going after and just like this podcast, you're not. This podcast will not be heard by anime fans, probably. Yeah. Or well, you know, basketball if, aficionados. Yeah. If you're out there, though, <laughs> we don't want to offend. If you want no, to listen, but, they, but no, yeah. You're what's right. your niche? Yeah, like, exactly. What are you into? Not yeah. everybody is gonna like what you're talking about, or like what you do, or be interested in it. So you got to really focus down into what do I, who do I want to attract? Yeah. And interact with, and then hyper focused in in on those people because when when you find those people, they will be totally engaged because they're into it. Especially if you're putting out a good product, yeah. like Go Rogue is. So. Boom! Oh, there's the mic plug. drop. There's the plug. <laughs> the white mic here, Brock Entertainment. Boom. Yeah, like, and then I pick it up. Sorry, like, oh, I'm so I'm sorry, sorry, Mike. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was dumb. Well, I think that with the audience that you're choosing to go for, I mean, that's going to set also the transparency line that you were talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, how much you actually are going to share. Right. I mean, when you're having a very, very professional audience, you're clearly not going to be talking about your cat at home. <laughs> I mean, like seriously. So I think that also helps really set that line. True. True. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was, that was a big thing with Sam's club. Um, because it's hard to be personal with Sam's club, but me, it was just me and another girl that ran all of the Sam's Club um, social aspects, and we're like, "How can we connect with these shoppers and let them know we're not just it's not just a a pre made post that's just being yeah. put out there. Yeah. We gotta respond to their messages. We got we got to if they're commenting, respond to their you know comments so they know it's a real person yeah. and not a drone, yeah. and make it more personal. So that was. That was a big challenge, especially in a big company, because there's so many rules you have to follow. Yeah. But uh, no legal gets involved. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, and that's okay to a degree. I don't know how, how they do it now because everything's outsourced. It's uh, not even in house yeah, anymore. Yeah. So, wow. Yay. Yay. <laughs> that's, a, that's the sad part of the brand. Right. I mean, you, and, and that's, I mean, it's understandable to a degree when you get. Yeah, big, you know, but yeah. um, everybody is they're used to bots. They're used to bots now. So when you actually do respond in a human way, it almost means more yeah. in that sense, too. So, um, OK, so we're going to uh, wrap up real quick. We did have 
Uh, a few people asked some questions on Facebook. So we put it out there. If you guys don't follow our Facebook page right now, make sure you jump on there. So that way when Brock comes back around, yeah. you can make sure to ask your questions. And I'm sure he'll, he's on there, right? I'm so on there. You could be, you could be answering some questions too, but we did have a few here. So, um, one of the questions was, how important is a fly haircut for one's personal brand? So, well, oh, snap. Well, my hairstylist, Ty, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, <laughs> I know this is funny, but I, you're, you're, how, in today's society, more than anything, how you look translates. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I look like a bum all the time, probably wouldn't have the same effect on people than, that I, like, I'm known True. for my haircuts. I wear bow ties when I, um, I'm very brand oriented with my look. Yes, yeah. So even my DJs that work for me, I'm like, they'll send me shots of themselves before they go to an event. And I'm like, no, you're not wearing that. That's, <laughs> that's not Brock entertainment approved. Yeah, yeah. We, we have important. a very specific brand. So when we go to an event, even if it's not me, they're like, you must be with Brock entertainment. You're wearing a bow tie or yeah. you look good. <laughs> Cause a lot of people, they get one aspect, right? But they, then they forget all the other stuff. If, yeah. You, you got to kind of have the total package, especially if you're out in front of people. Yeah. So a fly haircut is important. Very important. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I forgot about this. I have a bone to pick with you, by the way. Oh, gosh. So I think the very first interaction that I had with you was I reached out about our wedding. So our DJ canceled, oh, gosh, like three weeks three weeks before your wedding yeah did i not did we not no no no. you responded i was just blasting out trying to find anybody and you were like so gracious you're like hey man i'm so sorry i mean it was a june wedding oh we were booked yeah you were absolutely oh yeah but you were like you're like hey these are some other people yeah like i recommend and very helpful they know that was hard for me to do that because i hate giving away weddings yeah dude and it was (gasps) so we you you guys had your personal brand we had Nothing bad against our DJs, but they were older men and uh, uh, polo shirts and, you know. I know exactly pleated, what you're talking pleated about. Pleated pants. Yep. And, uh, so anyway, so they did not. They they had a brand. You very much they, described <laughs> them. So if they're listening, <laughs> hey, guys. I, I mean, don't think we, they ever I love followed them. up. Or any, we had like a Do Not Playlist, and I think they played half of the songs on the Do Not Playlist. Oh. And, so anyway, they were, you know, oh. eh, you know cool. it is what it is. So Who was your DJ that canceled? You can tell I me know. off the air. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So also, is the Sam's Furniture gig as dope as it seems? So that Sam's Furniture, we haven't talked about that at all. That's yeah. uh, a local. We love Joe. Joe's yeah. amazing. So. He, he, so I got that. Joe and I went to church together. I was a worship okay. leader. He played the drums, and I bugged the heck out of him. Yeah. Like, he's a great drummer. Huh. He plays that. piano. Yeah. Maybe a little guitar. Yeah. But he's the type of guy, if he doesn't isn't good at it, he'll practice and practice and practice until he was. Because when wow. he first started at the church, he wasn't very good. <laughs> um, now he's really good. Um, Sorry, Joe. If you're so listening. I would bug him because the old guy, Johnny, was on the commercials with him. Yeah. And like, yeah. I got to be on these commercials. <laughs> And so Johnny announced that he was going to retire. And so Joe's like, you know what? People know who you are. You mm-hmm. built your brand up in this area. Let's put you on the commercials. That was six or seven years ago. Oh, wow. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. And so they put me on the commercials. And then they hired me to do their social media and build up uh, their followers and their brand, um, which was cool. So I did that for a couple of years. But it is as dope. I mean, yeah. we only shoot commercials maybe two or three times a year. Yeah. The last commercial shoot took 20 minutes it's not it doesn't take that long at all i've been here on this podcast longer than i would be at a 
a, a shoot <laughs> for Sam's furniture. I mean, the lines are super easy. I'm on screen for maybe 10 to 15 seconds, yeah, and the rest yeah. is just off. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. So, it, but it's a, it's a fun gig because people see me in public and they give me the old finger shooters. Sam's, yeah. Man. Like, get it, Sam's. Are you that guy? And I'll be like, no, I get that a lot. <laughs> Not me. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> So one, one quick funny story. I was at lunch with a bunch of buddies of mine at a pizza place one time, and this three different people came up. The first person came up and they're like, "I know who you are." Like, so I gave them the guns, right? <laughs> and they're like, "You DJed my friend's wedding." I'm like, "Oh yeah," and I put the guns away. <laughs> and then the next person, "Hey, I know you." I'm like, yeah, gave them the guns, like, because yeah. they're always like, "How do I know you?" And if I do the oh, point, yeah. then like, yeah, Sam's. Uh, you you sing at my church. Like, yep, that, that's right. <laughs> Put the guns away. Especially. And the next one. Hey, I know you. Okay. Guns, last time. You get, yeah, no. You you were on the radio, right? Oh my gosh. Like, so I blew the guns out, holstered them, <laughs> and my buddies are just laughing the whole time. I'm like, 0 awesome. for 3, dude. 0 for 3. I go, that never happens. Yeah. People know me because I'm on TV. And, and ridiculous commercials yeah. that, you know, are awesome, but yeah, ridiculous no. at the same time. Well, <laughs> but it's but fun. even to say, though, like, TV is kind of fading out. TV yeah. commercials are kind of fading out. So it's not that you... I mean, you'll have a job, right. obviously, somewhere, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Joe, when are we going to be on Hulu? And when yes. are we going to be on yeah. uh, Amazon Prime or wherever? YouTube. Malco or something. Yeah, I mean, well, he's on Malco. I'm true, in the background. Yeah. Like, there I am. I'm like... You got to put me on your signs, like, Joe. Come on, man. Come on. But I do not work at the store itself. A lot of people will come up to me, yo, what kind of furniture you got in oh, the store? Gosh. Uh, no hilarious. idea. Go and look. I mean, <laughs> chairs and sofas got and all stuff. All kinds of deals going on. Like, why aren't you at work today? Raise, I, I am at work. What are you talking about? I raise work for the myself. Roof and lower the prices here, <laughs> Sam's. You know what I'm saying? So that's but it is awesome. a dope gig. So the answer to that is yes. Nice, nice. Okay. So to close out, uh, where can people find more about you? I mean, if they want to connect with you, where, where can they? Uh... Okay. So all social is the Brock Short, B R O C K, uh, the Brock Short on all social. Uh, I do own BrockShort.com. Nice. It goes to Brock Entertainment. Yeah. So yeah. you can check out that or you can go to brockandmarcy.com. There's a bunch of info in there, but nice. I'm pretty easy to find. I tell people, uh, just type in the word Brock and I'm usually one of the top, um, in, uh, not Instagram, uh, top searches in, in Google. I'm very easy to find. So nice. just Brock short, type that in. Boom. See things yeah. you never wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lauren, any, any final thoughts that you have as well? around personal branding or anything like that? I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. She's like, You guys no. are just too good. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Thanks to our co-host today. And uh, make sure you guys check us out. GoRogueX.com for all things related to content marketing. Uh, and then connect with us Facebook as well. GoRogueX. So thanks so much. Have an awesome day.